Today in the podcast, I have a wonderful gentleman by the name of Andrew Pierce, singer-songwriter from the UK, who is releasing singles which are really centered around the theme of being a beacon of hope in the world that we live in, we need it so badly. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Thanks for having me today. I am dying to know, after listening to your music this morning on YouTube, I would love to know, firstly, how did your musical journey begin? Because your music, if those of you out there know about the singer Seal, well, Andrew was had music in the past produced by the same uh, producer, Trevor Horn, that Seal had. So we'll dig into that story in more depth. But first, how did your musical journey begin? Well, my musical journey began many years ago when I was um, probably seven or eight years old, where I was brought up in a Pentecostal Christian home. So it was the norm to be singing every Sunday in Sunday service. And trust me, the pressure was on. You needed to be able to sing and to be able to minister in that environment. So I've been singing from about seven, seven years old. And, and were you at the front of the church or just a member of the congregation? Oh, very much at the front of the church. Very much oh, at really? the front, leading worship, um, singing solos, um, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, right at the front from day one. So wow. no time for fear, no time for nerves. You had to be confident. Yeah, so you learned all the hymns and all the music of the time. Definitely. Wow. Yeah. So it sounds like spiritually speaking, the spiritual life has been a big part of your life and the reason why you're sitting here today with the music that you're now producing. But interestingly, as a teen, you got signed with a record company called I'm looking over here at my computer called Polydor Records. So yes. how did that happen? Well, in my early teens, I've was doing quite a lot of concerts around the country um, mm -hmm. venues gospel venues like well etc etc and apparently I'd be, been watched for quite a while before they approached me but one day this um, person approached me at the performance and told me gave me a card and said he would like to um, sign you and I didn't believe it at first but it was actually um, somebody from the record label Polydor Records that headhunted me through a manager. Um, and that's where it all started, really. My goodness. And of course, they're part of the Universal Music Group, which is a big, well-known group. Yes. So that whole experience of transitioning from church life, Pentecostal yes. church life, traveling around the UK, and now you're signed. Yes. What was that transition like? Because that's a very different environment to what you would have been used to all the years prior to that. Most definitely. And it wasn't an easy transition. It was not at all easy because um, there are some, um, how can I put this, traditionalists that believe that if you sing gospel, it must be within the church environment and that's it. Mm -hmm. However, I had to deal with that in my late teens and I come to realise that being able to minister and to sing, you are supposed to go out into all the world and preach the gospel and also to give people the message of hope so that transition wasn't easy especially when I was living in um, Los Angeles and Switzerland and Germany other parts of the world but the crux the nucleus of it is being able to give that message wherever you go it's very true because some people just say so rooted in their churches and they don't move out exactly but very I must true. say the church now is far more accepting 10-15 years on 
and they understand what I'm all about now. So that's good. Oh, that's wonderful. So you were with Polydor Records and did you stay with the gospel genre of music or did you record other styles of music while you were I recorded, there? I recorded quite a lot of styles. It was quite eclectic, the style I did. It, it was meant to be for a commercial main popular audience. That's what the album was aimed at, but it was slightly more alternative, um, it was around the time, I can't think of the singer now, she's gone from my head, it will come to me, but it was around the time when alternative, more instrumental, orchestral music was around at the time. Nora Jones, it was around the time of Nora Jones, so it was okay. quite real music, real vocals, strong melodies, so that was the main thing with Polydor. Yeah, and you worked with Trevor Horn, now Trevor Horn is a huge name in music production, Yes, and that was a special time, I've no doubt. It was amazing. We, we spent um, six, seven months at his mansion in Berkshire, Hook End, mm -hmm. um, and we recorded the album there. And it, you tell me stories about working with people like Tina Turner, um, Leanne Rimes, Bob Marley and the like. So, yes, big yes, names, big, Bob Marley, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, some great stories to tell. So I felt like I was trying to... Um, fit in some rather big boots at that time but it was it was all good it was all good all yeah. at 23 years old so it was very good and and it, it made me who I am today as a as a musician and when you say it made you who you are as a musician is that to do with more the technical aspects of music the style aspects of music looking at it in a very detailed format it's holistic I'd say it's definitely about the technical side of it getting things right and spending time on getting the technical vocal aspect of it right, as well as the musical ideas and the melodies, but also just about relaxing into music and feeling the music and, and trying to convey an emotion or a sentiment in the most authentic way, which often we forget to do when we're in a studio, which for some people can be quite artificial, but it's trying to get that emotion over as realistic and get that spirit over as realistically with your and if somebody has difficulty in that part of music expression how do you overcome that I mean can you ever remember a situation where you were having maybe a little bit of an issue trying to just get into that authentic nature of sound and how did you circumvent that how did you break that threshold I haven't mastered it yet I'm, I'm still there I'm still learning mm. and I'm still growing to do that what I have learned is practice, practice and practice. It's just mm -hmm. all about practice, being so comfortable in that environment that your authentic nature naturally comes out anyway, eventually. And, and would you say tension pulls it from you where finding yourself more comfortable in your own skin helps you create that authentic sound? Yes, being comfortable in your own skin and learning naturally over time with experience knowing about your art and your skill that does help because there are a lot of things that I find a lot easier now to do because I know how to um counteract if I'm feeling tense in the vocal area or my pitching slightly out there are little techniques I use that snap me back into um doing it skillfully it sounds like that you've got to dig deep as a musician and I've had this conversation many is the time and I've thought about it contemplated on it a lot that it's music is as like many art forms it's a soul level art form you have to oh, get yeah. down into your soul your spirit to really bring out that amazing performance that has ultimately impact on your audience yeah so 
you moved on from Polydor Records, just getting the name right, looking at my computer yeah. here, Polydor mm -hmm. Records, and that contract now has come to an end, and now you're releasing singles completely independently. So can you explain about what you're doing now? Completely independent. There comes a point where you feel to yourself, you have to go back to your roots. You have to go back mm -hmm. to your kind of where your real heart is. And my real heart is definitely within the um, gospel Christian genre. Um, in saying that, a lot of my messages, anybody can listen to, anybody can get something from it and, and grow from it and get a message of hope from it. So I think that's why now is the right time. I've got the skill, I've got the experience, I've got the know-how. So now it's time to put all of that that I've learned over the years into this project. Now, in the show description, I'm going to leave a link for people to click through to your YouTube channel where they can listen to your music. So you have singles entitled Living Well and yes. Under My Wings. Now, we'll talk about Living Well first. What was the inspiration for that particular single? I, I was I felt inspired to write that one. I was literally sitting in my home on a Saturday evening and I was thinking about how at times we may feel fear and discouragement and not too sure which direction to go. And I just felt as if in my spirit, God was telling me that, hang on a minute, I am your living well. Through me, you'll have life. Through me, you'll have abundance. Don't worry. Stop worrying about things. I am your protector and I'm your living well. And not only do I give you life, but I'll give you more abundantly. And that's why that song came to me. And it's been my um, mantra, so to speak, because yeah. I'm living well because I'm under the living well. So it's like a play on words, actually. It is, yeah. It's it's interesting hearing you explain the single because I was thinking, living well, what interpretation has he with that title? Um, the second single you have is called Under My Wings. So yes. what was the inspiration for that? It's from Psalms 91. It's about being protected and mm -hmm. sticking to my vision because sometimes when you have a vision to do something, there are lots of obstacles and you start doubting yourself whether it's the right thing you should be doing or not the right thing you should be doing. But um, I was told to act, act on what, act on my faith. And sometimes we sit back and we think, well, should we do this? Should we not do this? But I think if we act and move in our faith, that's when things start to happen. So being under his wing is all about knowing that we are under the wing of protection and we shouldn't fear. Just keep going and things yeah. will work out. I really believe and that. worry, therefore, is counteractive. Yes, it is. Exactly. Yeah, it totally yeah. stalls everything when you worry and you're anxious. Exactly. And I think a lot of people, you know, they, they talk about all of this, but you have to actually put legs under it. And it's in the moving out that the action, the effect happens. Yes, Would you agree to that? Hardest, that's the hardest part sometimes is it's taking the action because you can be mm. held down and bound by doubt and fear mm. and all those negative you know, insecurities, whatever it may be, but it's in taking that action. It's actually putting your faith. It's actually proving your faith. It's acting, taking yeah. that step. Stepping into the unknown with protection, spiritual protection, as it were. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And it's working for me. It's happening. So I'm living proof that yeah. if you step out into something, it will fall into place. And all the things that you need in mm -hmm. order to make that thing work will come to you. Yeah. It will come to you, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a scripture which says your gift will make room for you. So whatever your gift is, move in that area and it will make room for you. It will happen for you. 
It's amazing, really, because I've seen so many stories of what you're speaking about of people knowing how to manage their mind, to control their thinking, control their mind, protect their mind. And mm. in the stepping out then with that protection in place, suddenly a whole new world opens up. It does. It really opens up. Like this, for example, it's a wonderful opportunity. I appreciate you having us on here today because it's a wonderful opportunity. And I've noticed that opportunity after opportunity mm. has just been opening up, which is amazing. It is really. So if somebody was listening to this podcast and they're really, I suppose, hindered because of self-doubt mm. or they're hindered because of worry, the feeling of lack, which is so prevalent in society and this kind of fear based normality now that we seem to listen to in every street corner, you know, being aired through secular music or, you know, mainstream media. What would you say to that person to do to help them move beyond where they're at? Right. So it's a tricky question, but all I can say is, I challenge them. I dare them to challenge themselves and to take that action, take that first step and then prove to you'll prove to yourself and you'll see in yourself that things will start to happen. Doubt, you will always have doubts. You will always have fears. That doesn't end in one day or one night. It will happen. But the more you start stepping into your action, the more you start leaning on your faith, that's when those doubts and those fears will subside more and you'll find you'll, you'll be more abundant and you will prosper and you will go forward. So how, so imagine you've got faith and it's very small. How do you grow that faith? For so, like somebody might say, okay, I've just like this little bit of faith. I think I can do it. It's just like this tiny, but like, how do I make it go big so I can really believe? Do you really want to know? Yes. Yes. Well, all you need is faith as small as a mustard seed because that's proven. Yeah. However, um, faith will only grow through experiences in life. Um, you may pray for faith, but God doesn't give you more faith. What God will give you is experiences that you go through that build your faith. And um, people ask for sometimes for more, for more strength or more patience. God doesn't give you patience. It gives you experiences to go through that grow your experiences. Everything make you, you stronger. Make, make you stronger. stronger. Make you stronger. Yeah. Everything we need is, is within us because God is within us. But what mm -hmm. we need to do is to um, lean on that and, and set that free, basically. Mm -hmm. Emancipate that, what's inside, and grow that way. Well, all I can say is that from personal experience, having been through some really challenging circumstances that really challenged me to my core, is that going through it wasn't pleasant. But it made me a better version of myself because what I learned from it or what I was willing to learn from it, um, yeah. you know, enabled me to reach higher thresholds of understanding, of mm -hmm. faith, of handling those thoughts that come into the mind and knowing how to handle those thoughts and protect the mind. Because that space is where it all goes on very often for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. That, that thing up there, that thing. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So referring back to your singles, Living Well and Under My Wings, they're beacons of hope. And I played them this morning and all I can say is they're catchy and they're so uplifting. So I would recommend anyone just to click the YouTube link below and take a listen. Now, these two singles are the start of a gradual release, which builds up to an album, which you're hoping to uh, produce or at least release in spring of 23. So can you tell us more about this album and what you hope it will be? The whole album is an album of inspiration, hope and 
Um, you've heard the term glass half full, glass half empty. Yeah. It's all about seeing your glass half full, being grateful, having gratitude, because it's when you live in that positive sphere is when you attract positivity, you know, um, out of your mouth, you have life or death. Speak life, you will continue to be abundantly and have life, hope. Um, speak death, depression, negativity, then you'll attract that. You know, it, it's almost like the law, never mind um the law of God, but it's 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 natural law, it's human law. That if you you focus on things that are positive, what will happen is your mindset, your whole body will be geared towards being more positive. I hope that makes sense. Well, there's so many things happening with, we'll say, the science and the spiritual merging together, proving just exactly what you're on about. So in recent weeks, there was a summit, and I'd recommend anyone to go to this uh, website. It's called Humanities Team, where they speak to this. They speak to the science which supports what you're speaking about. And that, you know, when you look at society currently, they're like, there's this fear that's normalized everywhere now and it's become it's come from COVID it's come from war it's come from all these things that are happening in mainstream media but if 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 you're what I would say to somebody from my own experience if you can kind of step aside know what's going on and keep yeah. it over here to the side mm -hmm. but focus on protecting this headspace yes and therefore protecting your bubble which is yours to protect absolutely your life will take on a new meaning. Exactly. So I, I would recommend, I'm just strongly recommending this album, Living Well, or these singles, Living Well and Under My Wings, just to play music like that because it has the power to change your environment. And I'm a big Amen. believer. Yeah. I'm a big believer in mm. the environment, changing the environment to ultimately impact everyday life. Yeah. So when will your album be out, do you think? Um, hopeful that it will probably be out late spring of 2023 so what we did we currently with my brother uh, mark pierce who's um working with a lot of the music at the moment and some of the production as well we're looking to probably release it at the end of spring in 23 or 23 of uplifting okay. inspirational songs that you can play again and again and again to lift your spirits and to give you hope in a world at the moment that seems very dark on many levels oh it does it yeah. does and i mean the more that we tune into this the less that has power yeah and it's interesting because I, 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 when i say um it's a dark world i'm not saying the music has some kind of superficial um, sense to uplift you but it's a deeper spiritual thing it's a reality mm -hmm. it's not say think good and, you, and things will be perfect it's not mm -hmm. about that but it's about the reality of listening to the music which will uplift you spiritually in a real and dynamic way yes and I think it's also as well if you think about meditation meditating on the concepts that you're presenting in thought through your music so thinking deep such questions what would happen if I took that step of living under the eternal well or under the protection of wings from a spiritual perspective mm -hmm. what would that mean asking that question instead of not maybe looking at it what would it mean yeah. if I did look at it and, exactly. and meditate on that fact yeah yeah come, so, taste the sea. come and try and it taste, yeah exactly 
So the first point in somebody's day is when they're rising from their bed in the mornings. Have you any routines that help sustain you during your day? Definitely. I think morning prayer, stroke meditation um, is very, very important. Um, there's a slight distinction between prayer and meditation, but I think both are very important. Um, sometimes just waking up with a sense of gratitude, knowing that you are safe and that you're, you are protected, you are under his wing. There you go. That you're under his wing and know that whatever happens in the day, that you'll have the strength and courage mm-hmm. and the protection to face whatever comes ahead of you. You know, you don't, you don't need drugs. You don't need anything else to um to to use as your crutch so to speak yes because yeah. once you've got faith and you know god then you are fine you are fine mm-hmm. you've got you have all you need basically to face the day the strength if people want to reach out to you where can you be found online online that's a good question i'm new to all this um online thing but they can find me on youtube obviously Mm-hmm. which is Andrew Pierce Music. That's P-E-A-R-C-E, Andrew Pierce Music. Mm-hmm. Um, they can actually find me um, on Instagram as well, um, Andrew Pierce. I'm not too sure of the whole name of that. Um, I'm also obviously on Spotify. Um, my two songs are on there, Andrew Pierce Living Well, Andrew Pierce Under My Wings at the moment. Okay, so I'll have all the links in the show description for people to click uh, to click through on. All I can say, Andrew, is it was an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast today to learn of your story and to see what you're doing, just offering a beacon of hope in very challenging times for many. So thank you for coming on. Thank you very much for having us. There's so much more I want to share with you. Um, so hopefully we can do this again. We will be doing it again. That's a certainty. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> That's a certainty. Thank you very much. No problem.